Hey, what's good, everybody? It's Cedric Warren here, your host of Said Talk. Get it like TED Talk, but it's me. A couple of things. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, we're on month three of quarantine, uh, but I know a lot of places are opening back up and trying to return to normal. Uh, but please realize COVID-19 is still real. Uh, if you're in South Carolina, uh, cases are still going up. So please listen to the news, listen to the public health professionals, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay safe uh, as well. So I hope everyone has enjoyed the past episodes. I know I have. Uh, I actually learned a lot as well uh, about the other regions of South Carolina. So the SC series, definitely check that out. We talked about the 803 to 864 and 843 in the different regions there. We also did in last week's episode with North Carolina versus South Carolina. So shout out to Fred, Tyson, and Ethan for being on and giving us a good perspective of what it's like to be from one state and uh, also uh, attend school and live in that state as well. So uh, this week, we're back with a new segment. We're going to call it the Lyric Lounge. Uh, and we are featuring a song that... Man, it's a it, the only word I can really describe, and I think Justin will say it too. It's an anthem. It is an anthem for us, uh, for the Theta New Chapter. Shout out to the boys. Uh, and you know, we're gonna talk through this song, and the song is called "Pants Sagging" by Team Iraq. So uh, we'll get into it. Uh, I'm gonna try to have the song uh, played. And we'll drop a link for you too as well so you can hear it if you don't know. But if you do know it, you already know what's up. So what's up, Justin? We also got a guest with us too. Uh our frat brother, Mr. Jeremy Marshall Harkness, or as I call him, just Harkness, uh, with us to talk us through the song as well. Who he put us on to the song. So uh say what's up, man. What's going on, beautiful people? Yep. So, just hit it. Drop a couple of nickels into the into the into the pan. We then roll around a little bit. We appreciate it. Hope y'all enjoy. Yeah. Tell the people where you're from and uh, what you do, what you've been doing. I am from the 80 tree, uh, East Columbia, West Columbia, 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 <laughs> all around the areas. What I've been doing, I've been out here living life to the fullest. You know what I mean? Holding nothing back out here. Now I was uh, I was teaching overseas for a little minute, and now I'm back because these virusy times we're living in, and uh, just rerouting here now. Nice. And I'm on the podcast. All right. Well, we appreciate you being on. First time guest. Uh, you're probably like the fifth or sixth bro we've had on. So. Uh, a lot of a lot of good uh, experiences with bros from the chapter too, and of course we are back with the co-host once again, Mr. Justin Warren. What's up, bro? What's going on, people? Hey, once again, I'm back. Uh, you know, we had a meeting with the said talk administrators, and I think I'm off of probation, and I'm still be allowed to stay. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Let's get it rolling for sure, for sure. Uh, so quick announcement too, before we get started too, we are, uh, this is the second to last episode, uh, of season one. So once again, appreciate everybody for listening thus far in this long since November. So be sure to check out past episodes. So this is our second to last episode. Next week will be our last episode of season one. Now for this episode, like I said, we are getting into pants sagging. And Justin, I think we should start from the beginning and maybe let Harkness 
kind of tell us about like how you found it, the introduction, what do you think? Oh, for sure. And then to kind of set him up before he speaks, I mean, Jeremy Hardness brought this song to the Day New Chapter. And my story for learning the song, he and another one of our frat brothers kept saying this phrase, in the club, getting loose, pineapple gray goose. They kept saying it over and over and over until at one point I was just like, man, play me this song where y'all got this from. He played it. I said, that's the best song I've ever heard. And from there, it just took on a life of its own. But I'll let him tell you more details about how he found it and what it means to him. So take it away. All right, so it was 2008, I believe, about 2008. And me being from Columbia and having family all around Columbia and always being involved in music, right? I had a cousin, have a cousin named Jay Schlemm. Now, everybody in the chapter knows Jay Schlemm. There's a couple, there's a couple cousins I have that everybody in the chapter knows. Jay Schlemm, Dante, I could go on, but we got, got a few of them. So I was up. Uh, on the hall where we all live, and they'd be up there with me. Now, Jay Slim was a music producer. He was also a rapper. He was heavily in the, in, heavy in the Columbia music game. Now, Columbia, we got a, we had a couple of notorious clubs. One for the younger folks back in the day was called Columbia Live. Another one for the 18 and up or 21 and up crowd was called The Main Event, I believe it was the name of it, The Main Event. All right. And this was a hood club, one of my favorites. And I think, I believe one weekend, um, Team Iraq came and performed at the main event. Now, I wasn't there personally, but Jay Slim was there that night. And he caught the CD. Being as my cousin, we were riding together. So we were riding in the car. He said, hey man, this song hard. Check it out. Put it in the CD player, because we had CDs back then. Let him spin, and then that beat came on. It was the beat was hard to start off, and then they had the oh, bounce, wrong, more per second. And then we just went crazy, stupid in the car. So, <laughs> so uh, we go back to where I live. Um, at this time, also around 08, uh, this is when I was drinking a lot out of Mason jars with me and Mr. Carl. Carl's another one of our frat brothers. Um, and during this time, we were we were in our gin and juice phase. I believe gin and juice was the drink of choice back at, back at this time. A little Seagram's and a little Mason chart. A little orange juice. It might have been Tampico. Who knows? So uh, we would always pansack. And Carl's a very animated person. So we just in there singing, when that juice in my cup, all my people know what's up. Man, I'll bounce around my pansack, too crunk, try to pull up. And it was just crunk, just crunk, drinking on the hall, getting it in. And uh, we have friends coming up, and we getting them into it. And it's a little part in the song where uh, one of the artists says, uh, I was in the club getting loose pineapple gray goose <laughs> and that was like the hardest thing we had heard because you know you got a little drink in your hand and everybody bouncing and you just going crazy like ah yeah 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 so we took that little piece 
and we'll just walk around the hall just screaming it. Man, come get a little pineapple break those. Carl had this real animated voice, so I would start the first one. In the club, get loose, and Powell and uh, Carl would come back. Pineapple Grey Goose, so Club, get loose, pineapple Grey Goose. This is a real catchy thing, and uh, being that we lived in the hallway, all the bros, of course, we bumping it loud. We got people who bros coming up there, you got girls coming up there, everybody, and it was just, it just became a whole thing, the whole Pineapple Grey Goose movement, and we would listen to it when we went to the club, we listened to it at hall parties, it was, I don't know, we just put everybody we knew on because it was, that was the, uh, that was the joint at the time. So, I mean, that was, that was the end of the that's what we was vibing on, so. Right, thanks for sharing that. He really took a life of his own. And that was in 08. So, said you, this is your first semester at USC. Yeah. When did you discover the song? Probably later that semester, uh, it might have been a hall party. Uh, I don't know, a hall party, maybe an armory party, uh, something like that. Uh, it was it was some party, probably a house party to be honest with you, at Copper Beach or, or you know one of those places. And I, you know what? Here here's what it is. I think it was either around Thanksgiving break or something like that. You and I were hanging out and you played it for me because we went to we went to i think it was the first time you took me to grill teriyaki we ate there we were hanging out or whatever doing something but you were like have you heard this song and i was like nah what is it and you played it like hargan said on a cd or we probably used the ipod at that time or whatever uh and i was like yeah this joint this joint is is straight fire and then getting into the chapter the following semester it, that's when like it became like an absolute staple like every time we we had a party or something you know it was played um i think pre-gaming for coldest party of summer on the hall you know what i'm saying hard was up there one year when i was up there too so you know it was it was a, a all the time thing so that's my that's kind of my introduction i think it was with you uh we had gone out somewhere and we were we were riding you asked me had i heard that song so yep I remember that little piece being that little piece of the song being so powerful. So if you didn't, let's say it was at a hall party or something, and you didn't know the song, you just heard music playing, and you saw a bunch of people bouncing and hype, and you're like, "Why everybody so hype?" When it came to that part with the end the club getting loose, and then everybody, all the brothers who knew, it was a pineapple break. It was if you didn't know the song before that night. By the time you left, that was your jam. It's like it was just when yeah. you know it, it just got you up. That was the one. Yeah, I still I listen to this song probably a few times this week preparing for this episode, and it still go hard, man. It's so hype, and it's like it's definitely up there with like the crunkest songs ever made. So for you young listeners, this was during the probably tail end of the crunk era, but this song definitely sent the crunk era out with a bang. And now, does anybody remember how we got to the point where we did the whole little chant? But we did basically we blocked out the second verse and just kept saying in the club get loose pineapple gray goose but does anybody remember how we got to that point i don't i feel like that started before i came into the chapter or shortly before so i i just remember learning it and it was a bunch of foolery <laughs> yeah honestly i don't know where it 
I don't know why we cut it off, but that was just the most hyped part of the song. That was the little breakdown. That was the part where everybody can join in. It was like uh, the call and response, right? Like have people in the club getting close, the other half pineapple. Great. It was just the thing. It was. Is there, it was something everybody could participate in, so it yeah. just became a little song it, of its own. You know, a lot of a lot of crunk songs had like that one verse that just like set it off, mm-hmm. right? And and for me, I think this reminds me of Nuck If You Buck when the girls part comes on. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Guys and girls both know that part. I come in the club, shaking my dress, throwing the boat, you know what I'm saying? As soon as that part, like, that's that's it, right? People know that. So for pantsacking, you know what I'm saying? I was in the club, kid, and I think, like, you can always remember, like, a time where you, there was a night where everything went well for you, right? It, it, you got a parking spot close on Bullet Street. You didn't get a ticket, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you were... To class on time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, you got the, a good grade back on a paper you probably wrote ten minutes before class or whatever, and then you show up to college night. You know what I'm saying, and he was in the club. You know what I'm saying. So you, it was like you can relate a moment where you're like you was in the club getting loose. You know what I'm saying. You just felt good, and I think for me, that's what that verse does. Is like it just it's just a feel good moment. Like nothing nothing can change it. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, when you said um, in the club feeling good, it just made me remember uh, this is spring 09 and about February, either late February or early March, that we had threw a party at Club Dreams. And it was, it wasn't an alpha party, it was just all the alpha bros who had birthdays around February and early March. I remember that. And we got in VIP for free, but that song came on and like we just put on like a whole show. And like that's like a fond memory I have of that song in a uh, fond memory from college. Do y'all have any fond memories of the the pantsagging anthem? That night sucked for me. I'll say that that was a terrible night for me. Well, you know, <laughs> Alpha Phi Alpha is a non-hazing organization, but it might have been a terrible night for you. Yeah. Any uh, fond memories, Carvis? Uh, and I just know. Our whole, I mean, and that was, that persisted throughout our time there, but like ignorance, the claw, that was our thing. And that song like embodied ignorance and, and embodied like just go in there and just be you, just do how you're going to do. Like you go in there, wreck it, whatever, flip tables over, whatever. I'm in the club getting, I said, I'll bounce around with my pants sack and too drunk to try to pull them up. Like, I don't care what's going on, right? It's just, I'm in here doing me. And that felt like the spirit of... <laughs> that felt like the spirit of who we were. As a chapter, kind of, I mean, for the most part, it did. So just really that whole era, man, just, that was a song that, that sum up a large section of that, of, of that era. I can agree with that. I can agree with that for sure. Uh, I think, man, you know, at that time, we saw a lot of chapters who, like... And this is 08, you know what I'm saying, 09. Again, tail end of the crunk era. We're still kind of wearing forces, bigger jeans, bigger clothes. You know what I'm saying? That kind of swagged out era started to usher, usher in where you, you were wearing clothes that started to fit a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, as alphas, man, we, we showed up to parties like wearing our jersey. You know what I'm saying? 
wearing airbrush t-shirts, fitted, you know, where a lot of places and around deep. the yeah, and deep. You right. showed up deep every time, every time. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, we may get into the to the chant. I don't know. It's it's a little raunchy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that chant, that chant, reckless, yeah, <laughs> bro. I don't think we should do it. Yeah, I but we. <laughs> um, I have grown too much since then, so yeah. I, I can't. I will not repeat that chant. Yeah. If you if you want to get the idea of the chant, I encourage you to go to the blame it on the alcohol video and fast forward all the way to the last ten seconds of that video, <laughs> and then you'll get the idea. Right. Oh, of, it, of the Jenkins part, yeah, and then you get the idea. Of, You'll get the premise. Of, 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 yeah. yeah, we're gonna drop that link. Wait, this is this is turned into like a Theta Duke kind of remembrance episode, so we're gonna drop that link and also the uh, the Rock Boy or the Ice Boys link. Yeah. Uh, um, but sure. speaking of Jenkins, um, he said on our podcast, or he might have said it in a private conversation, but he said the reason South Carolina music never took off is because it's just too much. And when I look at the lyrics, especially the beginning of the song to the to Pansagging, when that goose in my cup, y'all already know what's up. Like, it's just already starting off knowing something crazy about to happen. Like, y'all already know it's about to get down. And then, man, I bounce around my Pansagging, too crunk to try to pull up, which is the words are crunk, but I always thought it was drunk. But either way, it works. Man, I bounce around my pants, I bounce around my pants, and you know, to me, it doesn't feel like too much, but I think to outside outsiders, it is just too much going on, especially when this song drops. So what do y'all think of that? Do you think South Carolina people and music is just too much, and that's why it never hit the mainstream? Yeah, I think it could have been a little too raw, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but 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 the fact that like you know, I mean, songs like Bia Bia, obviously Lil John and them had the the record of Atlanta, so they were. But you know, you think about crunk era music and and Crime Mob and stuff like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the intro song to Crime Mob's album, like you know what I'm saying? F that nonsense. I'm outside. <laughs> I got my, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that is, that is no games. And, and I think some of that similar, you know, lyrics was in songs with Mr. Taylor, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Pacino Dino, uh, Jelly Tight, you know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff was, you, you, yeah, yeah. Harkness. Yeah. You, uh, Hood heart. yeah. Hood heart. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I think we just needed. I mean, we just needed a platform, man. If, if I think if, if Little John could have got hurt us, heard South Carolina, man, we'd be on top. <laughs> we'd have been on top. What you think, Hardness? Yeah, I don't think so. When you said Jelly Tide, that was that's what was rolling around in my head. Like if you from Columbia, you gonna know Jelly Tide because that hood heart was hard. <laughs> like. You gonna make me punch me a brother, slap me a chick, mess a play up because he was talking that ish. Cool hard. What? Cool hard. It was. Yeah. It was wrong. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Reckless. It was reckless. But, right. Yeah. But that's where that's where crump music was at, or that's where like southern music was at at the time. So that fit right into what was going on, and it was like high quality stuff. So I feel like you said like if Lil John or something would have would have hurt. Something like that. But like if they had, you know, 
the, the ladder to get to where it needed to be to be heard, then things would have shook more. I think they just didn't get the shake that other places got. That's what I think it is. I don't think it was overly violent because that's where, I mean, that's where that's where the music was. Like people needed that energy. That was a part of the. That's a part of the crunk energy. Like that. Yeah. That violence, that aggression. That's a part of it. That's, yeah. I feel like we need like it, it now because of all the protests. Like imagine uh, no. Hoodhart being a protest soundtrack, right? Like somebody marching to come <laughs> protest with some Hoodhart. I saw a some, video. Something got to happen. I saw a video on Twitter where protesters were marching and the cops were kind of agitating them, but somebody had Nuck If You Buck playing in the background. Yeah. And, and you already know when that song come on, like you can be 22 or, or 32, you might be ready to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, that, that energy, man, I think we, we was bouncing in the club, we was pushing people, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was, I just like to, I think reckless is the best way to describe it all, but it was so much fun, right? It was fun. A lot of fun. Uh, and you know we just enjoyed it, and I think Harkness, you summed it up so well. It was the spirit of who Theta knew was, man. Like I said, a lot of alphas was on that. Like let's be clean, let's let's dress up, let's wear a shirt and tie and loafers and and, and be you know real clean cut. And we was like, not us, not us. Uh, so coming in the club, getting loose, man. That's what we did, you know. Uh, so for sure, for sure. I got another song I just thought of that was around that era too. That was a local song. I don't and it wasn't a crunk song, but it was dope. And do you do y'all remember Little Broad Do You Mind? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was another little dope track. And we'll put all the links in and have the uh we'll have them playing throughout this episode, but uh that was another dope track. So from the eight oh three. So you had to rank them. You got uh, pan sagging. Do you mind? And we'll throw jelly tight in there. Oh, we'll throw Elroy in there too. Oh, you got one for me? Huh? Yeah. What about? Um, I need to know. If this is South Carolina. This here another nasty song. Who's saying? That's Little Rue. That's Little Rue. Little Ru- That's Carolina. Little yeah, Ru- he's Carolina? he's yeah. from Columbia. Uh-huh. Uh, went to yeah, Benedict. They had um mainstream success. I should say the one, but he's from that era. He was the one who had the mainstream success. He made it to 106 in Park. He was on 106 in Park. His song made it to 106 in Park, bro. His song or he was on it. I think he was. I think he featured it. You know they they do like the hot new joint or whatever. That was like a thing. It ain't on YouTube. It ain't happening. I think he. Yeah, I think there is a video to Nasty Song. So, uh, I mean, we had a stroll to it, or we we had a stroll that we did to it as well. So, yeah. So, if you ranking all them songs, which one? Give me your top three. We'll start with said. Uh, Pantsagging is obviously number one. Um, that's easy. I'd probably go with Nasty Song number two. Uh, and then probably do your mind number three it was, it was a smooth song but it was it was just like yeah it was really good so because you gotta get to the party first which involves pre-gaming and whatnot 
So I'm going to start off with the pants sagging because I got, you know, I'm personally invested in that one. It's number one. Number two, got to go with the jelly tie because that was just hard. That was just hard. Uh, number three, I got the little rule. Nasty song because once you get there and you tied all that jumping around and stuff, this is back in the time where people were like, well, you can you grind it. We was dancing. We yeah. called it dancing, but we knew it was. It was it was grown ups humping. What'd you call it? Uh here hunching. He, hunching. So here in Indianapolis they call it clothes burning. Clothes burning. Yeah. That's all it was. <laughs> you remember after a hall party you see the white walls, but after a hall party you have blue <laughs> blue stains all across uh, White Hall. That's yeah, that's when you get backed up on it. Or, or girls dancing on walls, or people get backed up on so hard that their blue jeans rub off. On it was hot. Yeah, it was hot. The dive running. <laughs> right. It's like right. a sauna. So the little rule, and then and then the uh, then the last. That's how it ran. What about you, Justin? Pan sagging, definitely number one. Uh, I really like Do You Mind. So. I gotta put that number two. If I had to choose between that jelly tight or that little rule, Probably that jelly type, man. Um, I do like Little Rude Nasty song. That is a good song. Um, but uh, I don't know that jelly type, man. <laughs> that jelly type was just <laughs> that train was amazing. Yeah. Man. So shout out to Jelly Type. It's hard. Shout out to all that South Carolina music. Yeah, man. it's hard all the way through. <clears throat> I mean, can 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 we consider? Uh, Blame it on the alcohol, South Carolina music too, because our very own guest had a pretty, pretty dope verse on it, man. Yeah, one of the best state of new verses of all time. She came up on the hall asking where the party at. <laughs> Nine thirty, baby girl. Started. <laughs> put some music on. It's all facts. Yeah, put some music on. Let it ride like a pony. Yeah, Agnes was spitting on that one, man. I was. Yeah, man. Subtle bars. Subtle bars. But Larry came through and gave it that <sighs> gave it that crump season. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I say my time there, the Blame It on the Alcohol was the best song they didn't record it. But the best video we did was the Ice Boys when we used Jay Z's Rock Boys beat. That video was absolutely like it, it I hope if, when people watch it it looks fun. Cause it was probably ten times more fun actually shooting it. So, it was. yeah. Um, I know we tried to do a video for. So after blame it, we had Theta New Ish. Uh, I was on that one, uh, and we tried to shoot a video. Not for to that mention, one. you had the best verse on Theta New Ish. I, <laughs> I think mine was pretty. I, honestly, I think between mine and Gary's, I think we had we had the best one because Gary. Gary Gary's verse was like good. If you listen to it initially, it seems kind of random, but the way the wordplay in it, I think it's really good. I, I really think it's really good. But yeah, I appreciate that. But we tried to shoot a video for that, and I think we probably just uh, the semester ended before we got a chance to to finish it or whatever. But man, we had some good tracks. We just want to drop all these. Uh, uh, I'll find. We gotta find a way to you know repost them on Instagram 
and and get people to listen get the listens back up man so did any other chapters drop songs or just us we should have did a mixtape well outside the state was um the dude oh diddy dropped uh 1906 that was pretty hard yeah was that was Keon's joint, right? Every morning, every morning. Keon really got into it. <sighs> the shoulders, yeah, the shoulders. Every shoulders. morning, every morning, uh, he woke up probably like six thirty, seven o'clock. His alarm went off, and all he heard was one, nine, oh, six. I was just like, bro. Every day, turn it off. He came out the room every just day. bouncing. Like I gotta go shower, brush my teeth, <laughs> get the class, you know. So. Yeah, man. South Carolina music been on it, man. We've been we've been doing good, doing real good. Yeah. If you think about how many slept on tracks, like never, if you didn't grow up in this state or if you didn't live in this state, you would never know about these tracks. You think about how many of those we have, and then you multiply that by, I'm gonna just do like the Southern states by like ten or whatever. Think how many amazing tracks we haven't heard that we never got the opportunity to hear because yeah. they just never made it out of the states like we got some rich music that you know how they do um like uh the, the history of folk music or the history of country music and they go back all the way to the beginning we should somebody should invest in doing like the history of southern hip-hop like in each of the local areas that would yeah. be That'd be a dope project. Gotta be some southern hip hop scene. That would be dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did. So we did the SC series, and Justin and I were able to recall music, obviously from Columbia, of course Charleston, right? Charleston had its its music scene. Uh, a lot of good music coming out of there. Do you know of any upstate artists? Or anybody who dropped tracks from the upstate, like Greenville, Spartanburg, Oconee, Lawrence, any areas? No, upstate wasn't about it. Do black people live in Oconee? <laughs> Probably not. You might hear some dueling banjos, yeah. bro. You ain't hearing no day. Ain't no hip hop coming from them parts. Yeah. yeah First time I heard of it just now. So, nope. Yeah. Gonna be able to do it. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Um, we'll bet. Uh, any, I don't know. I want to. I want to get back to uh, y'all. Can talk more about the the Ice Boys, you know, with that little Rock Boys, you know, remake and stuff like that. Um, lyrically, so who all was on that one? I know Chuck. It was Chuck. Uh, Mike Sampson, Whaley, and um, uh, AKA saying the same with Mike in the background. Oh, and Jeremy Brown had a little part in that too. Big Brown. So it was definitely a Mirage led track. Gotcha. But um, yeah. Um, Video. I remember, um, I remember when I heard Jay Z's "The Rock Boys." It's off the American Gangster album, yeah. so that came out oh follow seven oh seven time period around when the movie came out, and I heard that song like man, it sounds dope, man. So I think I told Chuck or maybe somebody I was like, we gotta uh, remix this song, and 
we got to um, do a track. We got to do um, some verses over this. And then I think right before Christmas break ended, we end up, or right when we came back for the start of spring in January, uh, laid it down, did the um, did the tracks, and then we shot the video um, at one of our bros' house. And we just basically had a party. Like when you see the video, the video is an actual party, and it just we just shot it. Then we shot some scenes on the hall. But like like I said in the beginning, that that video was really fun just to do and to shoot. And then when you see it, it just reminds you of how much fun you had in college. Maybe a little too much fun for myself, but you made it. Uh, what do you what do you what do you remember from that, Harkness? That was the that was the old seven era, right? That was oh seven, definitely oh seven, and like we had a good time. Oh, it was just a big party. Like that's all that's all it was. You couldn't even capture everything that was going on with the camera. So there was a pregame that started on the hall. I don't know if you were a part of that pregame, but the people who came to the party with me, we started pregaming on the hall, and everybody's dressed up because it's the so the Ice Boys video. So we're like, you know, shirt and suit and tied, you know, tied up, girls looking nice and everything. And then we migrate from the hall to uh, to the house where the video is being shot. And the party there just gets, I mean, because you're doing take after take, so everybody's like, oh, oh. It's just, it was an amazing time, man. It was an actual party. It was an actual party. And the host. Yeah, I remember. Show. I remember when it we did like the pregame. This was like, Three or four in the afternoon when it started, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was it was daylight outside when it started, and we probably shot probably for a whole a total of like eight hours. Yeah, I'm probably sure it went to midnight or something like that. So that's dope. It was a production. Yeah, I, I would I would say I would say our tracks are definitely South Carolina music because we you know well thought out, well produced. Yeah. How many? How many hits we got on the two? How many hits y'all, y'all looked them up? How many uh, views we got and all that? Nah, we could we could probably pull it up real quick. I know uh, Blame It had a lot of popularity. Didn't it get back to like nationals, like the national yeah, president? So the story with that is, uh, I will never forget that I was chapter president when we put out the Blame It video. So I'm actually I get a call from. I get two calls and like within 10 minutes of each other. And I was actually interviewing for a job. I was in uh, Northern Virginia interviewing for a job. And I get a call from the South Carolina district director about that video. He basically said, we had to take it down. You can't have the alpha letters in the video when you're doing stuff like this, you know, all that corporate legal mumbo jumbo. And then the general counsel for alpha calls me, I think while I'm on my way home, or right after I get off the plane back home. And he was like, yeah, y'all had to take that video down. Um, I'm sorry I did, because the video was actually pretty cool. Uh, my nephew saw it, and you know, he wanted to pledge out for it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> we should have a good time doing it. But he's like, yeah, because the letter's in there. You got, um, you can't let that video stay up. So I think we took it down. But then, obviously, it's made its way back up. Um, Hopefully Nationals is not listening on us, but uh, it is up. But it's old. Probably statute of limitations up on that, so we good. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So uh, the Blame It video is posted by two different people. I don't know if it's two different accounts or what, but that one has a total of about 4,000 views. 
Really? Yeah, 3.6 from one and then uh, another 400 or so from another. Uh, I'm trying to find the Rob. There's a lot of videos of us strolling too. Russell House Patio, uh, the Thetabot Step Show. I was on there. That's one of the best step shows I've ever seen. Uh, it was so well put together. Is it? So what is it? Ice Boys for the title. Ah, uh, the Ice Boys. Something like that. not coming up and getting theta new from all the different orgs <laughs> let's see did you get the theta new theta from stump the yard that's usually the first one to come up <laughs> i didn't uh do y'all believe that was <laughs> the real i was told the theta new bro that it was i cannot confirm other than the story i was told so for uh, purposes of popularity, we're just gonna say they, they ripped us. So Yeah. Pretty sure they did. <laughs> uh, I'm not seeing it. Is there any other oh let me see. Let me pull up Theta New ish. I know that one will come up and then the other one may pop up as well in the What's on that? Audric? Yeah. Audrick was singing the hook. Uh, Javar let it off. I was on the hook. I was Javar. No, you let it off. Hardness. I had a verse. I thought I was just on the hook. You did that like initial. Uh, oh, Gucci Man. Yeah, that's right. Because um, it, it was from. Let's pull it up. So that one's got uh, twelve hundred views. Okay. And. Uh, I found our song. Okay. It's actually titled Jay Z Frat Boys. Ah. Oh, Frat Boys. It's 12 years ago. It's got 4.5, um, 4.5 thousand views. So what? 4,500 views? Yeah. 4.5. Yeah. 4,500 views posted 12 years ago. My lord. Yes. That was 12 years? (laughs) Good 12. And then I see the Theta New Ish. That has uh, twelve hundred views. Mm. Oh, Mike! You know what? It was uh, I feel like Mike put it up, Mike Sampson, because it's under the Look Entertainment. Frat Boys, right? Yep. Jay Z Frat Boys. With a Z or with an S? <laughs> Probably with an S. We spelled it correctly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're still alphas at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> were there were there any other tracks before y'all that y'all know about? Oh yeah, my probate had three or four of them. Say what? 
the whole trapped in the icebox step show they had a couple of tracks to go with it right oh yeah yeah that that's I'm not sure if that's the best one I've ever seen Theta do or or um, Theta Bots. It's like really close between those two. But uh, Trapped in the Icebox had um, basically the Trapped in the Closet beat and they did their own thing to it. This is this is my freshman year of college, so I wasn't in the chapter when that was made. But it was that was really dope. Uh, what else? And then my probate had uh, a remix to Pop in My Collar, that 3-6 Mafia song. And um, I don't even remix to. I think the original song is, ooh, I don't. I get West Side Story, maybe something like that. I can't. Even, that's probably the wrong title. But it, that was a. It was like two or three tracks from my probate mm. that um that were done. They weren't released. I don't believe they were released as separate videos like we did with Ice Boys or Frat Boys and well, the ones after that. And I blame it on alcohol. Nice, nice. Well, we will definitely have to drop all these links for everybody. Um, y'all got anything else, man, on the on the tracks and the lyrics, man? Uh, who had the best verse on Frat Boys? Ooh, man, everybody killed it. It was good. Everybody killed it, but, like, I got to shout out Chuck, man, because when Chuck told me he was going to write a verse... I probably told him he can't rap or something like whatever. But his dude spent all the winter break writing this verse and he came with that fire. And I was like, you did it, bro. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> so shout out to Chuck, man. But no, Mike and Whaley, they really killed it. I think everybody everybody did really good on that. So and Jeremy Brown singing, that was good too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Had a bevy of talent yeah. there, man. We could have we could have dropped a yes, mixtape. Yeah, we could have dropped a mixtape. If we if we were to drop a mixtape, final question before we roll out. If we were to drop a mixtape, give me a title of the mixtape. What do you think? I got a couple. Okay. Maybe new ish. The claw. Okay. The claw. I think you have to go with the fading new above and the other joint. Since but just oh, the yeah. initial is a da, 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 da. that's the Yeah. That'd be fire. That'd be fire. And actually, you know, I just thought of one is just shout out the hardness. It should be called Cold War, because when I see that title, I just think of like them old school mixtapes that had like a bunch of tanks and cars. <laughs> Yeah, Jewel. Yeah, like that's the no limit joint. That's what I think of. So we can call it Cold War. Yeah. That's right. All that sitting on the stoop. It's a big tank sitting in the middle of the stoop, a big gorilla. Yeah. Yeah, you could have photoshopped a big gorilla in there. Or, you know, we had the gorilla suit. So, yeah, that'd be that'd be fire. Um I think the the I know this whole like instance of like running the yard was like kind of a popular thing so yard, yard runners volume one you know what i'm saying something like that uh i think that would have been pretty dope right. i do like this cold war image i'm kind of picturing this like big chain that's iced out and it's <laughs> it's got like a gorilla face in between the cold and the war <laughs> so that'd have been fire that'd have been fire cool man 
Well, uh, Harkness, man, we appreciate you for being on, man, telling the story of Pants Sagging. Uh, again, it's an anthem. It's going to be forever a favorite of mine. I feel like I'm going to be 80 years old, chills trying to bounce around with my pants sagging. You know, uh, it, it's definitely getting played, you know, at a wedding reception. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's an all-time favorite of mine. Uh, and it's cool because, like, I've introduced South Carolina music to people up here. Uh, and just speaking, they have their own kind of music scene too up here as well. So um, it's a little bit different, but it does it doesn't touch what we got. I, I put our stuff up against a lot of people around the country, man. So um, we definitely came with it, man. So appreciate you being on and uh, giving us that background, and then just contributing to the conversation as well with all the other tracks too, man. So appreciate you. Hey, man. I listen. I regard that song. I put it on the same level, at least for us, for our little, for our little microcosm, for our little environment, right? Our little closed off society. That track is like a before I let you go, like timeless. Like no matter when it comes on, you can play it at any occasion, or like a even like a knuck if you buck. Even though knuck if you buck is a knuck if you buck of our time, also, but like that for us, that's what that song is. No matter how old we get, where we are, if that comes on. We already know what to do. So to be able to give commentary on that, my pleasure, truly. I appreciate you inviting me. Yeah, man. Good to chat with y'all, man. Justin, always good to have you around. I'm glad uh, the administration continues to let you on. Uh, we will probably have to get into contract talks in the off season. Uh, hopefully we can extend you, uh, give you the money you deserve. And, uh, you better, man. Don't treat me like Dak Prescott. Yeah, we don't want to franchise tag you. Yeah. Pay me. And we'll pay you. And uh, so, yeah. Uh, but with that being said, again, Harkness, thank you for being on. We really appreciate you. As we mentioned, Pants Sagging was an anthem from us, uh, for us in college, and it still is. Uh, I always say, man, if I could spend a weekend back in college, I would do it. Not at this current age, but at my <laughs> 19, 20-year-old self, I would definitely do it, man. Go back to Friday night, hall party, Saturday night, maybe after a football game, man. Good times, good times. Uh, so still, with all these things that are going on, um, I just want to say that we are in historic times and I've asked the question, is 2020 the new 1968? We're in a worldwide pandemic. Unemployment is at record highs and a worldwide social justice movement for black lives is taking place. Uh, it is a lot to take in every single day. And I encourage you to take time to recharge if you need to. It's OK if you can't post or tweet or protest today and the next day and every day. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people uh, and others are with you in this fight. And so take the time for yourself to recharge and become back better. Uh, remember, there's still a life to be lived. You know, fighting injustice happens every single day and injustice happens everywhere, not just in the streets between cops and the community, but in the hospital where the rates for maternal and infant mortality rate are five times higher for black women than their white counterparts, um, all because they aren't listened to. Injustice happens in schools when teachers discourage our youth from pursuing their dreams, uh, maybe because they may struggle at the time and don't recognize they just need a little bit more help or uh, those teachers don't necessarily value the dreams of young black children as well. Uh, at the university level, uh, their work isn't taken seriously uh, or their work isn't presented into the right rooms that give them the notoriety for that they deserve. Uh, it's in sports, it's in business, it's in journalism, it's in politics, obviously, every sector. Uh, that's what makes it systemic. 
So keep fighting, uh, keep fighting the system. Everyone has a role to play. Find your role and make a difference. And as always, thanks for listening. Black Lives Matter. Messing with my brother, ain't no peace. My name is Black Sands, but don't cross me. I hit you in the mouth like Muhammad Ali. They didn't know was here, could you see me? We've been here since the 1973. I love the black and gold, the story must be told. We rapping all day, it's a sight to behold. The girls in the club, they see who it be. The day the new boys hopping on crazy. The weekend is here, the alcohol they go. Having fun, cuz they already know. Here's the banana, I'm waving the banner. I got the girl juice pouring out like a fanta. Where do you ever who you with? I'm yelling with them all. In the words of Weezy Wee, I'm a beast, not a dog. Ice Blame it on the foe. Baby girl, it ain't started yet. Ask her to my room and offer us a cognac. She said I don't drink because it opened up my cardiac. Put some music on and let it ride like a pony. Told a few jokes, I'm not a dog, so I'm a funny cat. She laughed, yeah, I could tell she was cool with that. I was still sober, so that drink, I was through with that. Conversation ended because the heart was getting stupid. Pack, she kissed me on my cheek and disappeared. I was new to that. The truest rap is that she truly had me. Not a sucker for love, but feel like you can snap me. Put my pride Side dog, I had to find her. Needed a little hope, like maybe sort of kind of. But then I had to hide her. No, I had to grind her. Put her to my room and that door closed behind her. Blame it on the foe, beat it up for show. Blame it on the beast, get you in the sheet. Blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol. You know we ice cold when I own six. You know it's day fresh from my shirts to our kids. You know I'm sipping. Flicks. I'm ice cold, but I gave it to a hot. When I'm beating on the thing, had a body in the night. Then I took a fast, and then I took a slow. Had a body dripping wet from my head to a toe. I hit it from the front, I hit it from the back. I hit it like a drummer boy, right to tack Don't blame me, don't blame the call. Blaming on the ass.
Cause I got that big 